0: what's up everyone i'm not in a very talkative mood today so we'll see how long this episode actually lasts but um i just wanted to check in i'm doing fridays now for episode releases because it's just easier with my work schedule and it's uh yeah no it's purely because i just wanted to be on fridays now so yeah makes life easier i usually work half days on fridays so it's it's a lot less hectic trying to cram in episodes. Like worst case scenario, I don't have one for Friday. Then I just sit down like I'm doing now and I start talking. So figured that'll work for me. it it's gotten me this far. I got some pizza on my face. I do. That's a little. Oh no, I'm breaking out. Yay, masks. And that kind of ties into what I want to talk about today. Because I um, have been in a just a depressive, anxious, mess funk for the last couple of weeks. And I think that it started off like I was depressed for reasonable rational like external reasons I had a uh like a one year anniversary of my buddy killing himself then shortly after that it was like it would have been my grandpa's birthday but he's been dead for seven years so stuff kind of you know it made sense why I was sad so when I had an appointment with my psychiatrist to talk about my medication dose I was like yeah I'm depressed but I have reason to be so why don't we keep it where it's at then check in see if you know it does its job and breaks me out of it well it did because like weeks had gone by and i just stayed depressed for no reason i could figure out so talked to my psychiatrist and talked to my primary care doctor about it and they decided to increase uh one dose of my medication for the evenings and add me one during the day to help me focus and hopefully help with out with some of the depression too. So <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so we'll see how that goes. It's only been a few days, so I'm not holding my breath yet on that one. So I think it's just gonna be I'm just gonna be a little bummed out for a little while and then I'll figure it out and get past it. I hate doing these videos when I can see myself. I stare at myself instead of the camera and I don't know where to look. I know it's riveting podcasting, but I'll figure it out. Um, but I wanted to talk about something else I found out recently that may be attributing to the reason I can't seem to get out of this funk. Well, turns out like one in three or one in five people who have had COVID develop mental illness later on. Now, the ones who they're trying to figure out if this is due to the virus itself. There was a, there was a doctor that I heard talking about how in the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic, you had a lot of people who were having depression, and anxiety, and um, I mean, as far as they tracked that in 1918, but I mean, you had people with mental health issues during that, but then most of them recovered completely and did not continue having those issues after I think five years is what the doctor said. So it's too early to tell what's going to happen with those who are getting depression and anxiety. And like the real big one was a very small number of people have been experiencing straight up psychosis in the form of paranoia, where you think your family and friends are out to get you. And even some are having hallucin- hallucin- uh, hallucinations. There we go. Man, I talk so good. I should start a podcast. Um, so I don't know if my depression is somewhat tied to having had COVID in what end of February but I don't, I don't I'm not inclined to really think it is. I think that a lot of people are having anxiety and depression and increased mental health issues because of the nature of the pandemic the fact that everything is so geared towards making you terrified of your neighbor no getting extra like you're not going outside you're not seeing other people everyone's socially distant and wearing masks no one's smiling at each other everyone's terrified that the person if they get too close to them they're going to they're going to kill grandma it's 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 not a sustainable way of life for us i think that a lot of people are starting to take the toll or i think that this the way of living is taking a toll on a lot of people So I think that when you have pandemics, excuse me again, and anything that prevents humans from interacting the way they typically do, you're going to have depression and mental health issues that come along with it. And I think that the next pandemic is not going to be one that's infectious in the way COVID-19 is. I think the next pandemic is going to be mental health related. And I think we're starting to see the consequences of that pandemic now. I think... When, the, when numbers start being released next year from the CDC for suicides and depression and anxiety and, and all of these other mental health disorders, I think the numbers are going to be appalling. I think we're going to see a lot of people having a really, really, really hard time with this, even those who don't get COVID. Then, of course, you have those that do. There's someone I was listening to talk about his experience with COVID recently, and he felt guilty for having caught it. And I'm like, we, we, we're, it's an incredibly infectious disease. It's the reason there's all these precautions. It's one of the reasons, anyway. There's a lot more underlying the surface there, I believe. But I said there, here nor there, as it pertains to the mental health aspect of this. You got someone that caught a very infectious disease, but then we have uh, a way of looking at them as if, oh, well, you must have done something wrong to catch it. And like having that kind of a guilt and pressure from society like that's not that's nor is it fair nor is it good and we need to be more forgiving of people we need to we, we need to look at reality as fucking reality this is a very very infectious disease it's gonna it's a lot it's gonna hit a lot of people Most of the people it hits are going to end up being okay. We don't know what kind of long-term effects we're going to have. We're seeing some of the mental health stuff, but is that mental health issue due to the pandemic itself, or is it due to the nature of the pandemic where we can't see anyone, we're stuck inside, and we think we're going to kill all of our neighbors? I think that's probably going to be a major component of it. I think all this heavy-handed quarantine the lockdowns, people losing their businesses, their jobs, their way of lives, friends, family, whether it be to the pandemic or lockdowns because of it, people's lives are fucked up. And they're going to react to that in ways that are natural. And that is depression, anxiety, fear of the unknown. Like there's a lot of people who are walking around terrified of their neighbors. And I don't think that's a sustainable way for humanity to live. I thought that once the vaccine was really rolled out... I mean, if you look at... Look at what we've done with this vaccine rollout so far. Like, it's... it's I would say, arguably, the most successful vaccine rollout in, in human history. You know? Regardless of where you think the vaccine's efficacious or safe or dangerous. Doesn't matter. If you're looking at purely getting uh, shots in arms, it's it's a big deal. They're, they're doing a lot with this. And you would think that society would calm the fuck down, right? Like, hey, cool. Like, we have 70-plus percent of senior citizens who are the most at risk for this virus vaccinated. Now, in almost, I want to say every state in the U.S., this is May 7th I'm recording this, so I want to say that's, as of now, anyone can get the vaccine if you want it. If you want the vaccine, you can get it. Why are we still living in such fear? Those who... Trust in the vaccine can get it and those who want to take extra risk. They're able to take that risk You know, I, I got the vaccine because I deal with patients who are in at-risk categories So I got it to protect them if I wasn't working with patients at the time I probably wouldn't have gotten the vaccine and honestly the way uh, with, with Pfizer releasing how much money they've been making, like $3.8 billion off this vaccine rollout and all the shady stuff with the Johnson & Johnson vaccine and the way they're shutting down anyone that says anything that's not like the World Health Organization narrative. Like, it's, it's super sketch. And it's a shame because we have actual viruses that are hurting actual people, but yet people are playing politics with it. And I think that goes into a mental health aspect of things as well. When you're looking at other people, as either, like, like and I'm, I'm being libertarian, I have the joy of being uh, caught in the middle of all of these social media arguments. And it is helpful in the way that I can empathize or at least understand where each different group is coming from. I think they're both totally fucking wrong, but I can see where they're coming from, and t- usually I can bridge that divide. So when you see some people who are like, oh... Like, like the really pro-vaccine people who don't think you should you should be double masking and the ones who won't send their kids back to school, like those people, they're scared. And of course they're scared. Look at what the media has been doing for the last year and a half. And look at what politicians have been doing and how they've been fighting over everything and making you think that everyone's going to die. Like the, a, a CDC director, not the director of the CDC, but somebody, somebody was testifying, I want to say, in around... Congress or on C-SPAN somewhere, and and she said that there's going to be impending doom like a month ago, and it's someone that works for the CDC in some kind of position where they're talking about it, and it's like, well, A, no, there's no impending doom. Things are never, they have not been better since this whole thing started. Like, we're we're proving, I take that back. That, That statement's completely false when it comes to a lot of things. Um, it's definitely not better than a start, but it's 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 good now. In a lot of places, it's a lot better than it was. We can we can stop with this doom and gloom, terrifying all the people stuff. And I don't I'm not gonna get into politics in this episode. Trust me, I'm not I'm not shy about it. I'll get into it later on. But ah fuck it, it's all fear mongering. All right, here's what here's how it's breaking down. This entire pandemic is a it's a crisis that everyone's not letting go to waste. Because a question came up when I was playing a game earlier today. It's like, do you think that the COVID-19 uh, pandemic was planned or not? It's like, no, I think I don't think it was planned. I think what happened was there's a leak at the Wuhan lab and there's more and more evidence showing that that may be the case and no one's even being allowed to ans- ask questions about it. Josh Rogan no relation to Joe Rogan was on Joe Rogan's podcast recently and Josh Josh Rogan is a journalist who's been studying China and that area for a long time and he went deep into the politics in D.C. and China and is, is exposing in a book that he wrote how people are not even allowed to ask questions about the lab and there's a lot of shady cover-up shit going on surrounding that topic where people who are just asking valid questions like hey wait a minute so we're we're thousands of miles away from where these bats tend to hang out but yet it still got into like a pangolin or something at a food market and then got out to the people a thousand miles away from where the bats they say originates from live Okay, but yet there's also a lab that studies this exact kind of virus right fucking there. It's like, how... I mean, like, there's a lot of stupid Americans, but come the fuck on. Like, we're not that stupid, are we? We can do better than this. But we were being fed bullshit left and right. And it's by people that we're electing and then we are blindly trusting to tell us what's good for us. Like, the fuck off. I'm a goddamn adult. I can decide what's best for me. Give me information and then I'll seek it out on my own and I'll make choices for me. You should not tell me who I can or can't hang out with at home. You have no right to tell me where or where I cannot go. You can't tell me I can't I can go to I can't go get a beer unless I'm having food with it. Who the fuck do you think you are? We just typically suspended the Bill of Rights this entire time. There was a governor who said straight up in the beginning of this pandemic, somebody asked him Where do you get the authority to restrict people's movements and put all these restrictions on people's free, free lives? And the governor straight up said, oh, we weren't thinking about the Bill of Rights when we were doing this. So they straight up just said they're nullifying the the Bill of Rights. So I think a free people is a happy, prosperous people. And right now we're just letting everyone else feed fear. And like we got CNN Straight up saying if it bleeds it leads. Look at the stuff that James O'Keefe is doing with the Veritas project. Like it's we're just so easily being manipulated to fighting each other and it's just we're we're not all in the same boat, we're in the same storm, and we can at least tie our boats together. No one wants to do that though. I think the hostility. There's a lot of scared, angry people walking around, and they want someone to blame for this. Whenever something bad happens, you want to blame someone for it. And Republicans are blaming Democrats, Democrats are blaming Republicans, people groups are blaming people groups, and you know who's really to blame? I mean honestly, it's fucking China. They knew, there's evidence that they knew about this and they could have contained it. And they let it go and ravage communities and ravage the world and kill what are we at how many how many hundreds of thousands of people 600,000, I'll look that up. Well, I don't want to talk out of my ass. I'm going to Google that while I'm talking. But the point being like, like if you want to trace it back it's not the Chinese people. It's, it's it's fucking amazing. I have to even make disclaimers. Like this, like like saying like don't be racist against Chinese people because the Chinese government's full of shit. Like don't 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 go full simple, Jack. How many people, as I'm Googling, have died from COVID? That's gonna be a fun topic to look at. COVID data tracker from the C D C. Cool. That seems legit. Let's see what's up. Total vaccines administered, two hundred and fifty two million. Okay, so can we go back and do stuff now? We got 252 Two hundred and fifty-two million vaccines have been administered. Let's do stuff. Let's open back up. Which is, you know, I'm I'm in Florida. We're we're open, like it's going great. Like love or hate Ron DeSantis, but if you starting looking at like economic data and like overall population health for Florida, it's a lot better than most of the other states going out there with the strict lockdowns. Especially when compared to ones that have similar populations like New York. There's a reason everyone's flocking down here, and it ain't just the sunshine. Deaths United States, 576,000, 576, 238. Okay, so that's pretty close, 600,000. There we go. I'm good at this now. Um, yeah, no, I, I was hoping to bring it in like a unifying message here towards towards the end of that, but I just got riled up for a second. I guess the, the whole point of this is like if you look at the large picture of things, it's not as bad as it seems it's not as bad as we're being told it is like with the right perspective you can look at this whole situation for what it is like yes a virus came out it's deadly it hurts a lot of people there were a lot of overreactions to it a lot of people saw this crisis and took advantage of it took advantage of us and now we're the ones paying the consequences through loss of our jobs productivity sorry my neck is peeling i've got wicked sunburn Um, Loss of jobs, loss of productivity, loss of life, of course, is the most devastating option out there. If you're going to lose something, that's the worst one to lose. But we're in this state now where we're terrified, we're angry, we want to blame people, we're blaming the wrong people, and we're just infighting. And it's leading us down a super toxic mental path. If you look at someone that voted differently than you as an enemy and you look at them as as someone that's to blame for death and destruction and you dehumanize them so much, what good are you doing? Like, how is your community better because of that? Because I can pretty much promise you, your neighbors don't want to kill people. I mean, every now and then you've got the castle doctrine wacko that's like, come on, give me a reason to shoot somebody, come on my home. But like... There's not a majority of people that happen to vote for Trump that want everyone to get sick. Like, these aren't all monsters. And Republicans, not everyone that's a Democrat is terrified of their own shadow. There's rational people everywhere. And let's, let's just stop with the caricatures and the fucking nonsense. Show some goddamn capacity to think past binary and realize that people are people there's a lot of depth and layers to us and when you're scared and desperate you do stuff that may not align with all of your actual views thank god for zoom when it comes to the social aspect of getting past parts of this pandemic because if it weren't for like me my for the friends i have on zoom and being able to communicate through there like hey i've done most of my podcast via zoom which has been, it's allowed me to talk to people I normally wouldn't have had the opportunity to talk to. But it's also given me the opportunity to meet people that I probably wouldn't have met before and have a peer support network even when I don't have them immediately around me. I mean, there's no, there's no real substitute for like human contact, but it's a close second being able to at least communicate and see someone's face and like watch their eyes light up when they're talking about something cool that happened to them this week or watch... You know, tears flow as you watch like a sad commercial together because you're in a viewing party for something. Like shared human experiences are, I mean, in a lot of ways, the meaning of life. You know, because how many times, like how many cool experiences have you had when you're by yourself? And you're like, man, I wish this person was there with me. It happens to me all the time. And I... I wanna get back to a world where we can have those people with us and not be scared and not be terrified that someone's gonna yell at us if we're not wearing three masks or or be scared that we're gonna kill them. I want people to approach me in a friendly way again. And in Florida, for the most part, it is, it's it's pretty normal, you know, besides the masking everywhere. And again, most people are voluntarily masking. People like, everyone gives Floridian shit, but like, no, we're, we're, we're doing all right. The, ones, the, the people that uh, cause problems in Florida, or the transplants? It's all the riffraff that comes here from somewhere else, and I I will die on that hill if there were a hill in Florida to die on. Anyway, um, but yeah, I think this may be a shorter episode today. I uh, I just wanted to talk about how get a little update on how my my mental health was going. I am depressed, super anxious, and um, I've been having like couple panic attacks a day yeah i mean a lot better getting through them but it's 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 debilitating Debilita- it's debilitating um when you're going through some of those so i'm really hoping that talking about how isolated i've been feeling and touching on how isolated we probably all have been feeling gives us an opportunity to reach out and talk about it so Go give your friend you haven't heard from in a few days a buddy check. Just say, hey, buddy check, how you doing? See what's going on. And then, you know, if you're feeling some kind of way, if you're feeling bad, be like, hey, man, I'm not feeling good. Or hey, girl, hey, they, whatever. Just don't suffer in silence. And don't think you're alone in feeling these kinds of way, Because we're not. Especially dudes. Man up, guys. Talk about your feelings. Anyway, I guess till next week. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, today also, their uh, Damn Danny's Damn Danny's Dirty Truth podcast. I was a guest on it. Uh, released today, so go check that out. I will. Um, I'll try to get a link in the description before I post this. I probably have time. I have time. So there'll be a link to it in the uh, in the description for this episode. And so I really recommend check it out. She is tackling a lot of topics on mental health and dating when it comes to female perspective. So you get a lot of, a lot of good insight from her, I think. So check out that if you're into it. I always want to encourage all my friends are podcasting too. This is a cool community. And thanks for hanging out with me today. Appreciate you guys and love you all. I hope that you will have a great week, and if you're having a rough week, I hope you have some triumph towards the end of it. Let's finish this shit strong, shall we? Love you guys. Have a great week. Talk to you later. Bye!